Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at NOCO Hemp Expo in Denver, Colorado, and I'm having a conversation with Andrew Bish, and he's with Bish Enterprises. How are you doing, Andrew? I'm doing really good, Coach Freddie. Thanks for having me today. Okay, well, that's great. So uh, tell us a little bit about your company, uh, Bish Enterprises, and when you got started, what do you do, actually? Oh, uh, that's a Great question. Uh, you know, our company has been in business since 1976. I, I'm, I'm the third generation uh, in our family business, um, and in uh, we we've been working on solutions for uh, agricultural growers and harvesters uh, since that time period. Uh, our biggest focus has been on harvesting solutions. In okay. in 2015, I got approached by one of our uh, custom harvesters that we work with and he had a challenge um, in terms of harvesting uh, grain uh, hemp here in Colorado and okay. that was my first uh, entry into the marketplace and I guess uh, you know the hemp bug if there were one bit me at that point <laughs> and I, I realized that there was a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity to help people um, solve this harvesting solution and so we've uh, invested time and effort since then okay and so now you have equipment that uh, the farmers can use to harvest various crops? Yeah, absolutely. We've been, you know, we started with the grain. Um, okay. And then uh, we've been uh, working into the CBD uh, market as well. So okay. we've got uh, some solutions to harvest uh, CBD plants, whole plants um, that we can handle very gently uh, so that you can get uh, incredible CBD uh, outputs from okay. those. And then we're still uh, developing uh, some equipment from the grain and fiber uh, uh, areas as well. Okay. Uh, so... Since the law was passed, how do you see that affecting your business? Well, it, there's a lot of opportunity. You know, in 2019, the Farm Bill passed in 2018, uh, the legalization occurred, and there hasn't actually been that much change on a state level. Uh, so uh, most of the laws on the state level are the same as they were in 2018 or 2017, but there's more growers growing. Yes. Um, in, in our business, the way that I see it affecting us, obviously, because of the more growers growing, there's going to be more demand for 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 product out there, um, but also because of the uh, change in regulation where where states that weren't traditionally growing hemp are now, now going to start growing hemp again, um, those states are going to change the way that production occurs. So states like Kansas, Texas, when Texas legalizes, um, South Dakota, Nebraska, those states are going to change the way that we grow and process hemp due to the massive amount of acreage that they're mm -hmm. going to have available. Mm -hmm. So the, the the equipment that you produce now, I know that it takes a, takes quite a bit of time to make one of these machines. So 
how are you going to handle the influx of orders in your company? It's been a challenge. Uh, forecasting the the demand has been really, really complicated. Uh, so what we're doing right now is we're building on a, a build-to-order basis. Okay. Um, that's how we're handling uh, most of our equipment at this point. We'd like to move into a model where we can produce equipment and then have that available for retail. And we have worked with a lot of different uh, uh, outlets to be able to retail our products uh, throughout the country. Uh, but uh, building up the supply necessary has been really hard at this juncture uh, just due to the infancy of the industry and the uh, um, uh, this year is going to be the first year that we're seeing a lot of funds poured into the mechanization aspect from a, a farm standpoint. Um, the past few years, um, people have been resistant to turn away from the uh, the hand harvesting. And yeah. now that people are moving into larger acreages, they, they don't have a choice but to uh, move into mechanization. Mm -hmm. So um, if I was a farmer and I said, Andrew, I need a piece of equipment. How long would that take you to build? We're at about 90 to 120 days okay. on equipment that we've already engineered. If we're looking at re-engineering uh, equipment or designing custom equipment, um, we, okay. we still do that. Um, and, and we could give those projections on a case-by-case -case basis. Okay. All right. And so, um, from my own knowledge, I'm not a farmer. So how many acres would you say that I have, if I had uh, 50 acres or 100 acres, would I need this type of equipment? Well, when you consider that uh, most acreages, if you're doing CBD, for instance, are going to net you 1,700 to 2,500 plants per acre, you might want my equipment at two acres. Uh, and I think really when you look at the value that you have, uh, even a grower growing, I talked to a guy from Wisconsin, for instance, he's growing two acres of hemp. He's netting himself over $150,000 a year. He's doing his own extraction. That's not the typical case. But in that particular situation, he's got two acres. He's got the revenue to support mechanization, and he okay. can move forward with that. Okay. Um, so you can really, in a small acreage, if you're doing the right processes with your hemp, uh, afford uh, to, to mechanize this. Okay. That's great then. Do you have different varieties of machinery that you're, you're doing for different crops, obviously, for, for seed or for fiber? Uh, are you tackling that? Uh, because not too many people are growing right now for seed and fiber. And yeah, absolutely. We've got some, some really neat equipment. Um, and, and you're correct. Uh, we've developed some equipment that's not really been applicable yet because we don't have the number of growers necessary. For instance, we've got a, uh, a kit that we can put on a John Deere combine to take a platform into the air nine feet so you can harvest some of the taller grain and fiber varieties that they're going to be out there. That's really exciting. We've got a, a new device that we can... Um, uh, capture the flower out of the back of a combine so that you can grow for grain and fiber and use the flower as a byproduct uh, to capture that material and then do extraction on uh, what would be normally a byproduct. And then at the same time, we've got a one-row harvester to be able to, to deal with some of the smaller acreage uh, people okay. um, that are doing a, a lower acreage grow. Okay. So you can kind of support the small farmer as well as getting into the, the larger 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to support both. Uh, large farms play uh, a vital role in our economy in, in terms of producing certain uh, products. And small farms are extremely valuable um, to the local communities in terms of providing uh, uh, good quality products uh, to the local marketplace there. Mm-hmm. So it, I think it's important to uh, provide products to both ends of that market. Okay. Can you see, like, uh, if I was a farmer and my next-door neighbor had a farm and they, let's say I got five farmers together that had three to five acres apiece, buying a piece of equipment and just sharing it? Yeah, that's extremely intelligent. Um, that, that's, that's honestly a challenge uh, I feel like we've uh, been trying to overcome in this industry. I don't think there's a lot of collaboration uh, in terms of utilizing equipment between growers like there there should be. Um, mm-hmm. Because a lot of these uh, smaller growers, uh, if they could uh, put together, uh, uh, I don't know, some collective effort. I don't know that co-op's the correct term, but yeah. just, just some sort of collective effort, uh, they can really lower their expenses exactly. um, and, and use the same equipment. Uh, I'm not seeing that level of cooperation in the industry, unfortunately, at this point. And so um, where are you located at now? We're in central Nebraska. Um, you know, Nebraska is not a state that's legal to grow hemp or legal to process hemp or legal to use hemp. Uh, um, so uh, we're definitely uh, in a unique uh, situation. Uh, but, yeah, central Nebraska. Yeah, okay. That's awesome. Then Is that near uh, Lincoln? Uh, no, we're, we're in uh, by Grand Island, Nebraska. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, is there anything that you would like to tell our audience about you and your company that's unique or message you'd like to give? Well, you know, if I'm going to give any advice, uh, you know, I love my company. I love what we do. Uh, I, I definitely uh, am a strong advocate of uh, the things that we produce, and I'd love for you you all to reach out to me. But um, if I'm going to give any advice to people, uh, I really think people need to start thinking about the end product before they start growing this crop. Um, think about the end before you uh, you, start, you start your grow, because if, if you consider growing from the end, and, and working backwards, you'll identify the correct uh, variety that you want to grow, um, whether you want to go for CBD, whether you want to do grain, fiber, maybe you want to do a couple different things. But if you really understand how you're going to deliver that, that product at the end of the year, you're going to have a tremendous uh, a leg up in terms of success. Um, so if you want to maximize results, start at the end. Work your way backwards, um, and and we can help you find some solutions that'll help that happen. Okay, and your website? Oh, uh, we've got two websites. So our 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 main website, bishenterprise.com, has a lot of our, our standard agricultural equipment and a link to our our hemp website, which is going to be www.hempharvestworks.com and our phone number is available there and our uh, email addresses uh, there's a contact us form and uh, we'll reach out to you as, as, as soon as reasonably possible usually within 24 48 hours okay awesome andrew i want to thank you very much for being a guest on the i have revolution well thank you freddie uh coach freddie um it's it's a pleasure to be here and a pleasure to know you I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today and make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review 
and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.